The City Citizen from EY. Hello and welcome to The City Citizen. This is a new podcast series from EY where we'll examine how cities can transform to be more resilient and sustainable places to live and work. I'm your host, Megan Mills, Strategy and Operations Leader for EY's Government and Public Sector Business, based here in New Jersey in the United States. Each episode will be joined by expert guests for their specialist insight into our theme. Joining us from Istanbul is Asli Pasinli, CEO of the World Wildlife Fund in Turkey and board member of WWF Mediterranean Program Offices. Hello, Asli. Hello, Megan. How are you? Good, thanks. Thanks for being here today. Also joining us from Istanbul is Mehmet Gules, Innovation and Markets Leader for EY Turkey. Hello, Mehmet. Hi, Megan. Asli, how long have you been in Istanbul? Did you grow up there? Uh, no, I, actually I am from uh, Izmir, southern part of Turkey, uh, on the Aegean coast. Uh, I came to Istanbul at the age of 18 to go to Bosphorus University. And I have been here most of my life. I lived abroad in the US and in uh, Europe for a total of four years, but almost uh, 30 years now I've been in, in Istanbul and that tells you my age. I also understand it's the most populous city in Europe with over 15 million residents. What are some of the key trends shaping the city's future um, at the moment? There are a few trends uh, that I'd like to talk about that we would like cities to uh, adopt. Uh, one is, um, the uh, you may have heard the 15-minute city uh, plan of Paris that was announced this year. We really like that plan because it's talking about uh, building uh, communities where people can reach all their needs, uh, education-wise, food-wise, all their essential needs with a 15-minute bike ride. But also in terms of uh, food transportation, on average, uh, food uh, moves uh, 1,600 kilometers before it, it reaches your uh, plate. So we need to be not transporting food. We need to be growing our food in where we live, uh, generating our, our energy where we live uh, through uh, some roofs, uh, some uh, energy uh, and wind energy, uh, and uh, being less mobile. So that's what that's one. Uh, trend of the future we see very critical. So, um, in, I mean, in summary, the less mobilization, uh, staying in closed communities, producing your own food uh, in the apartment complexes, uh, producing your own energy and managing your waste. Within the same complex is actually possible. You can do your own compost in where you live, you can grow your vegetables where you live in the complexes, uh, you can harvest your water, uh, generate your energy. So that's how the cities should be forming in the future. What is WWF doing to encourage people to live more sustainably, also with a focus on biodiversity um, and that green space, bringing wildlife and other native species of, of plants and animals back into urban areas? Our motto is uh, to build a future where humans live in harmony with nature. And I'll add a, a Turkish saying uh, that I really like, uh, we have, uh, you know, you cannot, uh, you cannot build a happiness on someone else's misery. There's a Turkish saying, and I think for very long we have been 
trying to build cities uh, at the extent of nature. So we really uh, need to revisit that approach because it, uh, apparently it, it's not uh, it's not going to work. As WWF, we think the protecting what we have is the number one tool for combating uh, climate change. So our, uh, one of our uh, priorities is to, uh, we call it the 30 by 30, we want 30% uh, of all land and uh, all land space and sea space protected by 2030. We are at the point of uh, mass extinction. Uh, it, we are losing species uh, at an unprecedented way. And science is there. The, the latest Living Planet Index that we uh, publish showed that we have lost 68% uh, of um, species in the last 50 years, pretty much since I was, since I was born. We ask for change. We uh, put out the data. Uh, then there are times we are activists, we collect signatures, we do awareness campaigns, but most importantly, uh, we work uh, with governments, with the private sector to come up with solutions. We, we're, we're an organization that partner, uh, partners in solutions. Mehmet, could you share a little bit about how EY and WWF have joined forces? Sure, Megan. So as EY, it's our purpose to build building a better working world. And our ambition is focused on creating long-term value in all in everything we do. So uh, taking this motivation from our purpose and ambition, we've started working on several issues, starting from the Future Cities campaign that we started back in 2015. And, and that's resulted with working with uh, the major municipalities in Turkey, like, such as Istanbul and Bursa, uh, and to create sustaining strategies for their future cities' resilience. And while we were working on these issues and trying to come up with long-lasting strategies that will create long-term value for the cities that we are living in, uh, we had a great chance to, to get together with WWF and start discussing about the world issues, which Asta just recently mentioned, uh, and try to come up with some ideas that is going to create several values for, for the cities uh, and for the economy that we are living in. Uh, so we've seen that there, are, there were great problems, especially around recycling and the business model around the recycling business in Turkey and especially in, in the large cities. And we've seen that problem is not only a matter of recycling, but it was also affecting uh, the, the inclusiveness in the community, uh, wealth distribution, uh, economic sustainability, and so many other areas that it's touching, touching upon. The most of the actually the recycling should be happening within within the within the residential areas. However, uh, due to uh, the lack of awareness in our communities and lack of the infrastructure, uh, the households were ch chasing the problem of uh, where to locate these recycling garbages. And also, on the other hand, the collection system was not able to capture and utilize enough collection. So we decided to come together and form 
unexpected partners to come together, such as municipalities union, such as universities, such as some startups which are already doing such uh, mobility solutions in the market, and also some existing business models that is happening around the retail space and some mobile application platforms. We come together and we collected all these people in one room, try to find out the solution and the ideation against this problem. And we asked this, how might we go after this problem and come up with ideas? So this was the initial initial idea to come together and to work together uh, around this challenge. So Asli, coming back to you around this collaboration, do you think this will see more ecosystems like this coming together, new collaboration models to address these challenges? Absolutely. I think uh, our partnership with EY has been probably the most one of the most fruitful works we've done. I think that uh, that's the way to go for the future for NGOs as well. You know, we cannot just uh, do projects with sponsors and when the project ends, um, you know, we have a nice small pilot that doesn't uh, become replicated and we have so many of those in the past. We're, we're now uh, we're doing another one with the mooring system uh, in southern Turkey so that uh, we, we have already started replicating that, that type of work. You know, cities like to learn from one another. Do you think that we'll see collaboration among cities as well? Not sharing resources necessarily, but sharing this concept of circular innovation, um, new business models, programs that can be replicated. Absolutely. I think that's the strength of both WWF and EY. We're both uh, global organizations uh, and uh, our strength is to learn from uh, each other. Uh, and in fact, we, we do have a, a city program called uh, One Planet City Challenge and with the exact uh, purpose of uh, learning from each other uh, and uh, hopefully replicate uh, the good work. And when we think about implementing a new business model in a city, what's the biggest challenge with, a, with implementing a business model like this? Uh, so I would say getting the right uh, people on the table and getting the uh, support at, from the municipality. Uh, and then um, all the work needs to be supported with, uh, with laws, the right laws. So, so we may need some law changes. And that, again, happens at higher levels. Uh, but in that case, um, we have access to those as well. So these are huge challenges that, that the world is facing related to the environment, social justice, um, inclusion, equity. We have limited resources, demographic shifts, biodiversity. So, Asli, I would ask you, what, what keeps you motivated and gives you hope relative to the work that you're doing? Well, Megan, that's a very good question. You know, uh, I mean, I've been in this business for five years and reading reports uh, every day, uh, day and night. I uh, I am a much uh, much more worrier uh, uh, than I used to be because it, the the picture is not nice and it's not going well. I would call this a perfect storm because. Uh, Humanity, when in history as well, when things get really, really tough, uh, people start moving. When things get uh, hit the bottom, I should say, 
And I think we are at the bottom. <laughs> it's serious. I really uh, think that, uh, and I, I know that from uh, reports. Uh, awareness is there. Uh, science is clearer than ever. Funds are there. And we are seeing more and more uh, interest from uh, different parties to become part of the solution. So that gives me hope. Uh, we are seeing uh, pledges uh, more than before uh, at every level, you know, personal level, company level, and at the government level. I, I truly think we will get, uh, get over this huge challenge that humanity is facing. Maybe it's the biggest challenge. Uh, we're facing extinction, basically. And uh, of course, with the help of innovation and technology, uh, all these uh, progresses give me help, uh, hope. Uh, and I'm happy I'm part of the uh, puzzle. I'm happy you're part of the puzzle too. This is giving me, me hope, this conversation. So Mehmet, same question to you. Uh, Megan, I mean, um, of course, these challenges are quite big, quite ch- um, there are many obstacles along the way, but as you mentioned, there is always something to hold on, and this is life itself. Uh, and and secondly, you know, as an innovation professional, innovation always needs urge to to drive things with an out of conventional thinking. So I think, as Asla mentioned, the world is the clock is ticking for the world. And it's not going on the right direction, it's going backwards. And we are all humans with our awareness. We are all aware that uh, the resources are, are not endless. And it is, it, we are already, you know, damaged enough. So that motivation links me and adding my profession methodologies and, and also cultural aspects of innovation, which includes like diversity, openness, integration, building ecosystems. So this, these are the elements that is needed to come up with, with really unorthodox ideas. And I think to utilize this for this kind of challenges is the best way for humanity to use these vehicles in order to create such transformation. Otherwise, any incremental innovation that human beings can create will not be enough in order to reshuffle this way of living and in order to come up with positive value uh, against this backwards journey. And it's exciting to see cities creating circular economies, taking these crises and, and making something really positive. Ashley, it's really been uh, wonderful to speak with you today. I appreciate all of the work that you're doing. I'm grateful for the work that you're doing. And I've really enjoyed our conversation. And Mehmet, thank you so much for all of the work that you're doing as well. Thank you, Megan. It's been a pleasure for me. Thank you, Megan. We hope you will join us again to meet with more special guests discussing the future of cities, building sustainable, resilient communities. Also, you can subscribe to this series so you won't miss an episode. On behalf of myself, Asli, and Mehmet, thanks for listening, and goodbye. The City Citizen, back soon.